If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I am Melissa Katie, The Challenge Doctor, with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Kakaro, bringing you today what really matters, because what you measure matters. <laughs> what you measure matters, yeah. <laughs> so what do we mean by that, Kevin? Well, well, this came out of a conversation we had um, a little while ago. I was telling about my little, my freaky stuff that I do, not that- freaky uh, stuff. <laughs> I know, that sounds really bad. Okay, no. <laughs> Let's clarify this. <laughs> Stop. The 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 things that okay. All right, let me rewind a little bit. Everybody is crazy, right? It, it, once you kind of terms that all humans are crazy, and we all do crazy things, and we all do things that are that are just sort of bizarre. And one of my bizarre things that I do is I tend to track stuff. And so we had to delay our recording because Melissa had texted me, and I'm like, I literally just got on the treadmill. Can we push it back half hour? And I got, and I get what I was saying, told Melissa when I apologize for having to delay the time was, you know, I have a hard time starting things. And then once, and I have a hard time starting and stopping things like, like if if I'm going to start it, then I have to do it. And if, and you know, that kind of thing. But the biggest one was with, with starting, I can't quit until I've really done whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Which is some good stuff. And then there's some total OCD kind of things about it as well. But, yeah. but for the for the uh, for the treadmill deal, I um, started. I added um, just some walking to my uh, to my kind of a daily physical activity stuff, and I track it. And unfortunately, it has kind of taken over a little bit because it was supposed to be just like a kind of a jaunt. And what has become is that me because I'm I'm tracking my mileage, it just keeps growing because I keep wanting to beat the mileage, right? <laughs> so I had to, I couldn't stop until I had over a couple miles a day so that I could have over 30 miles for the week though so far. I still have one more day. I'm gonna no, maybe I can get to 35. But it, ultimately that came down to this discussion of when you start measuring something, mm-hmm. then that sort of changes the game. And so there was a saying, um I think I got it from Tim Ferriss, I think he mentioned this once, was, you know, what gets measured matters. Uh, there was a Peter Drucker quote that what gets measured, uh, what is what gets measured is managed, because he was a, a management guru on that. And um, then there was a book from John Doerr, who is a venture ca- capitalist and a uh, like kind of an executive coach to like the Google guys and stuff that I think his book was, uh, what you measure what matters. And the whole premise behind this stuff is if you really want to kind of change is um, you need to track it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, and it sounds kind of silly in some ways, but just the act of writing down and tracking something consistently, it changes your awareness. We talk about awareness all the time mm-hmm. and weirdly enough, it, it, you start seeing these, um, these behavioral changes that kind of support that action, whether they're conscious and aware or subconscious and just sort of kind of giving this drive to do it. Um, so a lot more to discuss there, but um, what are you, what are your feelings on that or, or any, what are your experiences when it comes to measuring what matters or measuring things and finding out that they matter more? 
Well, I think it's, there's a few things that come to mind because for me, I think sometimes when um, you're not focused at all, like, I mean, if you don't have a goal and you don't even know like what you're trying to achieve, like that, that can be a problem. Um, So first, first of all, you have to kind of, I mean, if it's something fitness or maybe it's your nutrition, like there has to be some level of like condensing down where you want to go to even know what you need to measure. So we talked about this, like some things are, you know, a little bit more, a little easier because, you know, it's like, okay, I never walk. So I will go do quarter mile, like one lap around the track. And then I'll do that for four or five days and then I'll, you know, increase it. And, and so if, if you're measuring it in distance, that's one thing you can measure it in time. You can measure it, you know, whatever activity maybe you enjoy, but even from like a food thing, if depending on what you associate with, if you're trying to have weight loss or whatever your goals are, maybe it's just flipping from meat to more veg- vegetable and you cut down the portions of that amount down to like nothing eventually. Like those are things that are very easy to kind of probably measure out. Um, so when you're, when you're, um, it's kind of, it reminds me of like when we talk about wherever you put your attention and wherever you put your focus is what you're, I mean, you're paying attention to it. That's where you put your energy to. And if you're measuring it, that's really what matters because otherwise you're ignoring everything else. You're, you're not, you're really not being intentional. So I think if there's um, a way that you can measure, then you're able to stay focused and you'd be able to actually reach that goal if you keep the continuity. Sometimes you need external help with that. But generally speaking, um, if if you're flipping about stuff and you don't really have a goal or you there's nothing you are like feel motivated to change, this is really hard to do. Like you have to really know what you need to measure to know, you know, that you could actually progress and change what you want to change. But um, I know that's like a kind of a step back like perspective, but a lot of people aren't measuring anything and they're not focusing on anything and they're just living their lives. So um, my thought is yes. Like what we talked about off air, you can do a lot of fitness and health and nutrition things that way, but there is a challenge. Like, how do you measure your thoughts and how you're thinking through things in your life? Like well, so that that kind of moves into what's easy to measure and what's not easy to measure. Right. And so that there was a discussion that we were kind of having off air a little bit that kind of led to this episode is because it is much easier to measure activity-based performance goals. So fitness is an easy one. Yeah. Um, you can either simply focus on... Um, Increasing level activity. So like I, I track mileage and I'm not running, but I walk. So I chart my mileage every day. And because I put that number, it puts my attention on it. I have the streak because I'm checking it daily. So I don't want to break the streak. And then the other part is um, there's a little internal competitive. So if I walked, you know, 3.61 miles yesterday, what if I got to 4.2 today or something like that? Right. And then there's the overall urchin goal. When you start summarizing them and you get to 19.86 miles, you're like, oh, come on, I got to get on the treadmill so I can make it to 20. Um, but that's easier. When you're looking at more of the, um, the, let me say this, quantitative and qualitative, but sort of the qualitative issues of, of, of a good life. So those are the more subjective experiences, things like 
friendships, good thinking, uh, happiness, I mean, those kind of external measures, it becomes more, diff more difficult to kind of figure out, well, what is it you're supposed to, to measure there? There are some exercises you can do, you know, and um, one of those would be gratitude. Right. So uh, uh, the gratitude journal, which was, I think, I think it was Martin Seligman who started that whole thing. I'm, I'm not for sure. Um, where you basically write down, I've seen three. I think, you know, people try to rename something 65 different ways. It's basically the same thing, no matter who it is. It's all from the same research. Three things every day that you're great, you're great, you're great uh, that you're grateful for, or five things every day that you're grateful for. Um, another way is, is things, and you can do that in the morning and the evening or evening, you say three things that happened that day that you're grateful for uh, morning can be three things that you're looking forward to, to the day. And that type of measurement then trains your awareness because now you have a positive focus. And so if you're doing it in the morning, now you're going, Hey, I need to do these things. And so subconsciously your brain's going, well, this is a good thing. I can use it for this measurement at the end of the day. This is a good thing. And so you're kind of altering your your perception to more of a positive base thing. Other ones are, uh, I think, because we were talking specifically about good thinking, like what about biases or, um, or trying to improve, improve your thinking style, like increasing a level of awareness that is really, really challenging. Mm -hmm. And then how do you, how do you measure that? Um, and I haven't, haven't found a good measure for that one intrinsically because mm -hmm. um, training a level of awareness, you can do that through meditation. Uh, and maybe that would be your measure. Like how many minutes am I doing this? How many minutes doing that? Um, but for other kind of thinking soft skills, intellectual skills, it is, it is, it, those are the ones I, I think are much more challenging to, to find a meaningful metric for yourself to, to measure uh, yeah. that you can track and grow with. But the fit, I mean, if, if you don't know anything, like if you just want to start with something, you mentioned being aimless and sort of drifting back and forth, which I think is a huge problem. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of people are, it's a problem that a lot of people may be unaware of other than a sense of discontent and or looking back and going, where did my life go kind of a thing mm -hmm. uh, is we've talked about like the, like the four big domains is, you know, there's health, there's wealth, there's uh, internal self-development um in your relationships right and so if if i just kind of look about those well how am i going to grow the health is the easy one and sometimes it makes sense to start with the easiest one so if you're been not active at all walk everybody can walk unless you're unless you have loss of your legs in which case you can use whatever your mobility devices and still do that and track that metric and then do that consistently over time and then start adding on small ones for the health for the dietary ones, which is what in other health, I would recommend that people don't look at it taking things away, but addition. So there's a positive focus. So if you're, instead of saying, I don't want to eat meat, look at how do I increase my vegetables? And then you track the, the vegetable or fruit consumption that you're doing throughout the day and try to grow that number. And the other ones should start naturally going down. Right. Um, the ones I'm really, really kind of curious about is uh, connection and relationships. And I am actually off track right now. I started this earlier this year and I was doing pretty well where I was trying to track the number of calls I was doing to friends. Mm -hmm. So I was making a point of doing, uh, I was trying to connect to three people a week um, and you know, three old friends, three whoever's and call them 
you know, and then track that number. And I had uh, some event that happened and uh, that kind of derailed me for a little bit. Um, but I have done that for family where I've built in reminders and the reminder is call this person, you know, um, at least weekly. Right. right. And, uh, and, and because I have that metric now I can, I, I, I pay more attention to it. I am more aware of it. Um, if I don't do it, I'm also aware of that, which I think is just as important because, um, then there's like this natural kind of thing. Well, I didn't do it. I better do it, you know, soon. Or if I missed it this day, I'm going to do it this next day. Um, but I, it is, it it is just fascinating to me is if you start writing these things down or just tracking really, really basic things, you can actually have some pretty profound change. Um, not to say that like what you're mentioning is, is the difficulty of finding those metrics. If you have trouble finding a specific one, start with the easiest. Yeah. And generally a fitness goal, I think is the easiest way to kind of start with any of this stuff. Yeah. Well, you made me think about, um, the psychology of having kind of tangible like steps or baby steps that you can do. Like it's, it's, there's this association. I'm sure some of these books address it about, um, just achieving a task, like the sense of like, I guess just positive reinforcement about like that you actually did that you were successful at that and it builds on itself um but yet you you also have that dilemma of like okay not knowing what to do like and it might be also good to know well which strategies are effective because you may not create a positive reinforcement process for yourself if the strategy you choose is not really whether it's scientifically sound or, uh, you know, just not objectively been beneficial for people, um, not just the subjective belief or whatever. Um, so I, I think that's, um, you think about like why it's so hard for us to do that personal journey of self um, is how do you recognize within yourself the change because you're so close to it. Sometimes it's so hard to like, really see and and you might actually find that other people are recognizing those changes and maybe you're not really appreciating it because of the small changes within you all the time um, if you are really making those those attempts but um you i i, I would say that's that's one of the parts of measuring though because what what if you are measuring something and you're then maintaining those records you have a reference point yeah like um like I, I'm always kind of, it always astounds me that whenever you exercise, if you're actually exercising, it's, it, it's always hard. <laughs> like, like it never is easy. Right. Mm. It's like, and you're like, Oh God, I wish it was easy. And then, but really, if it was easy, then it wouldn't be exercise. So the way you kind of say, well, where am I? You know, if you always think exercise is hard all the time, it's always hard all the time. I'm not making any progress. Well, if you're actually tracking your progress or you're pra practicing what you achieved or your weight or your, um, like I'm talking about lifting weight or, um, or, or mileage that you did in, instead of saying, well, this is hard and I'm, I, I'm not getting any better. Now you can look back and say, wait a second. I actually lifted five pounds more than I did two months ago, or I I'm, and it, and it shifts that perspective of this is hard every day to this is hard. Look what I've accomplished. Right. Um, and I think that is one of the other things now on a, on a soft point is the journaling. So 
journaling in some ways can be used as a measurement. Like I am in no ways a, a, a fantastic journalist. And I know there's journalist meaning person who writes in a journal, not like reports yeah. on whatever. Right. Um, and there's 65, another 65. I've always wanted to be like one and I've done it intermittently. You know, I've long three years here and two years here and I've, I've just started, well, a year and a half now. Um, but what I like about that five-year journal is I, I, there's a lot of floundering. Like, I don't know what I'm doing in it, mm -hmm. but I, but at least now I can look back cause I'm over a year. Mm -hmm. So, which is now I'm down in the second tier year two, and I can reflect back on that year. And what I'm finding is the more that I'm doing it, the more I kind of have used that five-year journal as another metric. So I'll actually pose questions to myself to, who I call future me. And like, you know, this is something I'm doing future me. What, how are things now? And, um, and it's, and oftentimes it's like, oh yeah, I remember that, or that wasn't as big of a struggle, or that's still a question I don't have answered yet. And so then I pose it to the, to future me of, of next year. Um, but that's measurement. I mean, that is actually, it, it is, I am measuring sort of my own internal dialogue and internal growth of things that I am either struggling with or happy with or working towards or, or want to, want to incorporate. Um, and being able to reflect back on those measurements has really been um, profound as well as fun. It's kind of interesting. We say, oh my, I remember when I wrote that. Hey, you, hi, past me. Yeah, it's good to see you, you know? Uh, so yeah. it's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, you just made me think of uh, like the last thing I wanted to say about all this was the, what you matters most, you're discussing kind of like your own personal documentation reassessment or review of that um, journey. But I would suggest, and I would propose that when we say what you measure matters of those realms of our life of like health, wealth, self, and connection, I would propose that what you measure matters with others, if it matters to them too, is going to make a, a huge difference on your commitment and um give you that sense of well-being of connecting with people if you're not normally connecting with people so if you have like a common purpose you feel like you want to measure that so you stay on target and you have someone doing it with you there's quite a few people that can and i don't just mean like you know physical stuff i mean it could be a mental journey of gone through trauma and you're doing your own journaling but maybe you're doing with other people journaling on their own and it just feels like a sense of connection with others that are going through something similar i would say that would be if if you can would be probably the most profound any thoughts on that so are you just for clarification are you yeah. talking about doing like group measurements like as a group a group goal or a group activity that you're measuring them together or well, it could be either one but i would say even if it's just your individual goals but you're surrounded by other people with similar individual goals whether it's to learn how to run or to, you know, change the way you're eating or so you can kind of work through the challenges and maybe discuss it. But even though it's your personal journey, you have other people around you, you don't feel alone. And then you start building social connections with people that lend itself to other benefits in your life that maybe you didn't have. So it can reinforce this other thing, project or goal that you're trying to, you know, measure so that you can be successful. 
But I, I, I would put that in a strict, a strategic thinking. Um, what I mean by that is if you have a specific goal that you are measuring, mm -hmm. right, a fitness goal and you're, and you are now tracking and measuring at that right. in order to sort of accelerate and amplify would to be around a community that is also doing similar things. Correct. I, I, and I think that's what you're saying, which is yeah. well, just okay. to be around people that are maybe struggling with the same things and maybe. Well, I wouldn't, I, I, I'm, I, I think the struggling can, can build some connection, Right. But I think if you want progression, you want to mount people who are actually doing it, you know, sure. um, well, and, yeah, and, I, and I, well, and I think that's a key distinction because it hey, was pulled back into the kind of medical world. There's all these quote unquote support groups. Right. And a lot of these support groups are not support groups. They're actually crab pits or pity parties yeah, yeah. where people then compare of, uh, and, and being able to kind of sit in there and wallow and I, it may sound harsh and you may feel better with it, but you're not progressing. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's, and that's the big difference is, is being into a group of people who are sort of doing the same activity. That is a positive thing that you want to grow. I mean, right. that, that, whatever the, the environment you're in is going to facilitate that kind of activity. I mean, if you want to do drugs, you go find a place where a bunch of people are doing drugs and you're all going to do drugs together. I wouldn't recommend yeah. that. No. Um, but it would, th that kind of environment is going to promote, promote that. But from a measurement standpoint, if you have identified, these are the things I want to work on, say, I want to work on my health. Cause it's literally one of the easier ones. Um, this is fun, so funny to me. Everybody struggles with health and it's literally one of the easiest things to like start measuring and then starting to find this stuff to do. Um, but you decide you're going to measure it, define on the metrics that you want to do, whether it's, you know, dietary by increasing things that are positive things to eat, weight, like you want to increase weights that you lift, activity that you want to track your daily activity on. And then if you are, uh, particularly if you're more extrovert or whatever, finding an environment of people who are doing that activity, if like you're a runner going to a runner's group, if you're a hiker going to a hiker's group, if you're a lifter going to a, a gym where other people are around there doing it. Um, some yeah. of us are extroverted and we just do it all ourselves, like me, but uh, uh, I could see from a connection standpoint, it would, it would, it would be an amplifier. I think I would think it's an excellent amplifier and it has a, has a potential to start um, weaving those domains together. Like if you can do right. fitness with connection, that's awesome. You know? Yeah. Well, especially if you're truly just genuinely motivated intrinsically to do it, but you know, you need connection with more people in your life or some more valuable connections, then you just, sometimes you can just bridge those things together so that it creates a positive, uh, hopefully depending on the people you're around, um, but can create, like you said, an amplifier, um, but a source of other benefits in your life too, that, you know, we talk at the change physician about, you know, improving our overall health, wealth, everything, our careers, our personal lives, um, and you can't ignore these different realms of your life. So um, I think for a lot of physicians, being able to connect with people outside of medicine, I think is really important. That's just my opinion. Um, I think it expands our perspective. And uh, so if you're trying to improve something and you know you wouldn't mind meeting new people doing that same thing, then that might not be a bad idea. Well, and I think we're now talking about like cross-pollination of core domains to amplify and accelerate things. That's a whole nother episode that I think it we is. should record at a future date. Yeah. Because um, well, I think that is. <laughs> Go ahead. 
no, nothing. So you're saying, are you going to say take it, it out? Down. <laughs> no. Let's write it down. And uh, well, down. I guess finish with that and uh, take us out then. All right. Well, um, as always, is the Change Position podcast, where this episode is about um, measuring what matters and just start tracking things. Uh, if you can't think of anything specific, just start tracking your activity on things that you want to do. Um, and I would be very curious to hear your experiences. So in three months after you start, you can email me directly at the doctor, at the doctor, at Dr. Kevin at changephysician.com. Um, and if you want to join the community, you can go to the changephysician.com and join there, whether you're a physician or physician ally. And until next time, stay well. Thank you for joining us today on the Change Physician Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com.